0: The following podcast contains explicit language. It's Mike Pasca on the morning of July 28th, and this is an AM spiel from the gist Democratic National Convention, quick and dirty dissection. So watching tonight's DNC, I was hit with a thought. My God, if only the country's actual obstacles were as eminently surmountable, defeatable, and mockable as Donald Trump. Not innocuous though. Trump represents not only an electoral threat, but a threat to, as the night's highlighted speaker Barack Obama claimed, a threat to the idea of America. Though the president did note America has historically been up to the challenge. That's why anyone who threatens our values, whether fascists or communists or jihadists, or homegrown demagogues, will always fail in the end. Obama used his time to craft a combination valedictory address and appeal, and he mixed in a hard-hitting critique of the man who would succeed the country's first African-American president, a man who came to prominence defending his family's company from a federal civil rights case that violated the Fair Housing Act. But even the words that Obama used to contrast Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton might not have been as important as the expression he deployed. Unlike Trump, Obama smiled as he spoke. America isn't about, yes, he will. It's about, yes, we can. Si se puede. Yes, we can. Yes, we can next talk about Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine first came to prominence as a lawyer for fair housing advocates, or as Tim Kaine might say, la equidad de vivienda. Y allá aprendí los valores del pueblo, fe y familia y trabajo. Kaine went ahead to ask, where can we find a way to keep America moving forward to find that library of solutions? Dónde está la biblioteca de soluciones? Hillary Clinton and I are compañeros de alma. But he did so with a grin. Mueca. And a chuckle. Risita. In fact, Kane embodied two themes of the evening. One was optimism. No booing. Just listen to me a second without booing or cheering. Obama too. Don't boo. Vote. Yes, I have had it up to here with booing as a means of expression. It is so unnatural. It is so mustachioed villain in a cape tying a damsel to a train. This is 2016. We unfriend. Then again, it is Philadelphia and they booed Santa Claus. They also booed Michael Bloomberg, elected three times as mayor of New York, twice as a Republican, And therefore, he made a nod to the red-blue divide by wearing a purple tie. But also, that status gave him standing to talk to persuadable Republicans, maybe not in the hall, but in the television audience. And here was a billionaire, a bonafide, forensically certified billionaire, dinging his fellow New Yorker as nouveau gauche. Through his career, Donald Trump has left behind a well-documented record of bankruptcies and thousands of lawsuits and angry stockholders and contractors who feel cheated and disillusioned customers who feel they've been ripped off. Trump says he wants to run the nation like he's running his business? God help us. Dios ayudanos, as Tim Kaine might say and as Joe Biden might sell to blue-collar workers, and as Barack Obama might transform into a thing with feathers and set a flight. The point is, Wednesday was full of soaring, uplifting, positive rhetoric. But it really was all so much scene-setting for Thursday, when it will be Hillary Clinton's job to make the closing argument. Mary Wilson produces The Gist. Steve Liktai is the executive producer of Slate Podcasts. Andy Bowers is the chief content officer of the Panoply Network. We're gisting all through the day and night. And the last DNC Quick and Dirty Dissection will appear tomorrow. Thanks for listening.